Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. It's 10 minutes after one on the Friday edition of Life Happens on SAFM. My name is Pimelo Mutine. I'm going to be with you until three. We're going to go right into it because our guest right now is standing by and has been for a while. I wonder if he's had any sleep at all. But all eyes are on the United States as we all wait to see who really actually eventually enters the White House. Sherman Bryce Pease is our Bureau Chief and Correspondent of SABC News, based in New York, joins us now on the line. Show and thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. It's I think good morning to you. It's good morning to me and good afternoon to you, Pamela. Good afternoon to me. Thank you. Th- Sherwin, have you had any sleep? Let's check in on you first. <laughs> I so I did morning live on SABC earlier. Um, went to sleep uh, and woke up for you. Congratulations <laughs> to me. <laughs> and and I mean I asked this and I, it sounds a little bit uh, cheeky but I asked this because really I think the entire United States is on tenterhooks. This is the most yeah. tense I think I've seen an election be in the United States. And why is that the case though? Because we we don't have a result, Pamela. And normally in the United States we would get a result on election night. You know, Hillary Clinton she that went late, and that was about at one thirty a.m. the next day, right? That was late uh, in terms of getting a result. But I also think the country is on edge because of the rhetoric and the narrative that is emanating from the top. We had the president come out yesterday in a press briefing for the first time since uh, you know his trajectory appeared to not be going in the right direction. And everyone was sort of saying, where is he? Joe Biden had made some statements. The president was tweeting, stop the count, mm. uh, fraud, uh, you know, making all sorts of weird aspersions not based on fact, and eventually coming out late last night to make his case as to why he believes erroneously so and without real facts why this election was being stolen from him, why Democrats were cheating, uh, because essentially his lead has been evaporating in a key state that he must win to win the White House, Mm -hmm. Pennsylvania. He now has a lead of about 18,229 votes, and that lead has shrunk from about 600,000 the day after the election. Why? Because states have first counted the in-person ballots that, mm. were, that were cast on November 3rd, mm. and then have moved on to mail-in ballots and absentee ballots that heavily favor Democrats. Mm. So Joe Biden is now leading in the state of Georgia. Yes. He's leading in Pennsylvania. He's leading in Arizona. He's leading in Nevada. And that shuts the door firmly on this president's path to the White House. Yep. He's panicking. He's calling. He's crying, crying fire in the house. And, and but, but Joe Biden has said, stay calm, let's be patient, we've mm. got this. So, Sherwin, look, and he makes the point, right, that he has been um, alarming all of us, that this is going to be a rigged election and it's possible that they, mm. will, they will steal the election and so on. The question really me, for, from me to you is, how real is the threat of a rigged election in the United States? Not very real, right? You'll remember that after Donald Trump lost the popular vote in 2016 to Hillary Clinton, remember in, in America you win the Electoral College to win the presidency, yeah. but the popular vote less, is less significant. Mm. So Hillary Clinton won by almost 3 million votes. Donald Trump said that was because of fraud, uh, appointed a commission uh, headed by a, a close ally, a former governor in the state of Kansas. Within months, that uh, commission disbanded because there was no evidence of fraud. Same thing here in the lead up to this election. The fear from the Republican was based on the fact that absentee ballots were were increasingly going to become the norm. Mail-in ballots were going to be used because of the pandemic 
because of concerns around public uh, safety and because Democrats are saying, use this method because we want you to be safe. Yeah. Uh, Trump immediately got a sense that that would surge the, the, the turnout, a surge in turnout in a U.S. presidential election traditionally and historically favors Democrats. And we are seeing that play out slowly here. As the mail-in ballots and absentee ballots are being counted now, uh, Joe Biden is trajectory. You know, he's much yeah. closer than Donald Trump is to the 270 electoral college votes required. He's got 253. Trump has 213. And Biden has slowly but systematically shut the door on a path for Trump to the White House. Biden, based on what we are seeing, is going to win this election. And that is creating a shudder on the foundation of the White House right now. Donald Trump is threatening to go to the biggest court in the land to, and, and he's saying he will go and challenge this because we can all see what's about to happen, right? What is his case? Mm-hmm. That's the big question. You know, we had Chris Christie, one of his close uh, allies, someone that uh, helped him with his debate prep, the Republican uh, in Donald Trump's corner, said, you know, it's fine if you're going to say say things like this, mm-hmm. but it's irresponsible if you're not going to come out and pre- present the evidence. We have not seen evidence. The media has not seen evidence. Fox News, which favors this president, the conservative-leading uh, news organization in this country, has said we have not seen evidence. We need to see the evidence. But, you know, whether you go up to the highest court or not, whether conservatives now have a 6-3 majority, right? Donald Trump has appointed three of the uh, nine cons- uh, justices on the Supreme Court. So the, the sense is that, you know, he has a built-in advantage there. But these judges, too, are going to have to base a decision on justice, on, on evidence. Mm. It will be scrutinized the world over. So we have not seen evidence. I don't know what the case is. This is a president that has cried foul before. This is a president that after his inauguration said he had the biggest crowd uh, compared to Barack Obama in 2008. We all saw the pictures. We all know that that is fiction. So maybe this is, you know, uh, more part of the course, given, given the history we, we've come to uh, know Donald Trump to present. So talk to me about the consumption of media in the United States. We, we hear this all the time, even for those of us who are not in the United States. Donald Trump's calls out the CNN uh, network all the time. He, he's forever saying, you know, they're liars. They're trying to shift a narrative and so on. We also know that Fox is, is always reporting on him a bit more favorably. But in terms of how the public yeah. consumes news, because there are other networks as well, are you saying, are you seeing fairness in reporting? It's an interesting question. You know, uh, I've always been very critical of how news media, unlike the SABC, for example, that tries to present a balanced uh, version of the facts. Right mm-hmm. now, I'm not saying we're always yes. completely objective, but we are trying to be as truthful and as close to the facts as, as uh, we see them. What you have in the United States is you have networks that take positions. You have publications yeah. Yeah. that either favor the president or a conservative position or a liberal position. Yes. And sometimes, you know, for a long time, CNN, for example, tried to be, you know, take a middle ground. Over the last number of years with Trump in the presidency, uh, they've been more critical, but, but also forced to be so critical because of, the, the, you know, this notion that the Trump administration presented to us early on called alternative facts, right? Mm. Uh, what is an alternative fact? You either have a fact or you have fiction and, and nothing in between. <laughs> and so uh, Americans consume uh, their media and their news in silos. And often what you have in the U.S., you can have blanket coverage of the U.S. president all day, all night, and nothing else. Not mm. a worldview perspective. Mm. You're not hearing anything about what's going on in Australia, in Asia, in South America, in Africa. It's just Trump, mm. the White House, back to back. And so, you know, if you consume 
you know, media only on Fox or only on CNN. You're going to get two different worldviews of how this president is doing. And that complicates the ability of Americans to make informed decisions in terms of the election, in terms of how climate change is affecting the world. Facts matter here. And I, I feel that based on these silos and of consumption, uh, people are not getting a broad-based perspective on what is actually happening in the world. Shawan, can we maybe speculate on what may be Donald Trump's future? And I'll also ask you the same thing about Joe Biden. Should they lose? Look, Joe Biden's going to win. That's pretty clear right now. I mean, that's just based on what, what's happened over the last 48 hours. Yes. So that, you know, it's hypothetical now to yes. say he's going to yes. lose. It really looks like he's going to win. The numbers are speaking for themselves, and mm. that is really a fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donald Trump, the talk already is 2024. Remember, he's mm. only served one term, yeah. and you're allowed to serve two terms as a U.S. president. So the idea is that Donald Trump is simply going to disappear um, you know, is, is not uh, borne out in, in, in the evidence we're seeing. He's going to fight this tooth and nail. He's going to, you know, he has a few more months before he has to leave office in January before the next president or himself, mm-hmm. you know, if, mm-hmm. if that happens, is inaugurated. Uh, uh, so the, he's not going to go away. But jo- Donald Trump, I think, also, and this is something we haven't really talked much about, is what's going to happen when he doesn't have the protection yes. of the presidency, right? Yes. I mean, you cannot uh, bring criminal charges yes. against Donald Trump. I mean, that was proven as, as to why we had impeachment, yeah. is because uh, the Justice Department has a memo that says you cannot mm. uh, basically uh, bring criminal charges against the sitting president. Mm. If he's out of office, that opens a, a door. Remember, mm. there's a continuing court case from the uh, DA, the district attorney, in Manhattan seeking to gain access to the president's tax returns. Mm -hmm. That is now going back to the Supreme Court. There is an appeal court's judgment that says you have to hand over your tax returns to Cyrus Vance, who is the DA in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. And what those taxes are going to reveal really is an open question. The president has fought tooth and nail to keep his taxes private. Mm -hmm. You know, when presidents run for office in this country, they normally release decades of their tax returns to see where their money is, who they have influence over, and who has influence over them. Mm. And there's credible reporting in the New York Times that this is a president that has debts of over $400 million coming due in the next four years. So, you know, who's in, uh, pe- pe- influence, influencing this White House? Where is influencing being peddled mm. um, in, this, uh, in this situation? So what happens to Donald Trump after this is he will probably be front and center. He's very popular mm. in the Republican Party. Mm. Turnout for Republicans in this election has been sublime. Even though Biden is winning is no doubting that the Trump effect had an effect here. Mm. They're going to hold on to the Senate most likely. They've done very well in terms of the House of Representatives where the Democrats will still have control Mm. but they've eaten into that lead. So this was not a blue wave. This is not a blue wave of Democrats winning everything. The Republicans came out in force unexpectedly so, superseding the numbers that the polls had been down at. The president has been very critical about what the polls were saying. But the polls also said that Biden would win. And that is what we are seeing here. So to answer your question in short, I don't know what's going to happen, but, but a lot could happen if he loses. Sherwin, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. My pleasure. Have a good one. Have a good one. Sherwin Bryce Pease, our Bureau Chief in New York, SABC News and uh, Bureau Chief in New York. They bring us the very latest. And I'm sure you'll hear more from the U.S. elections as the news breaks. We will definitely bring it to you.